Good morning, everyone. You're very welcome to this Mass of, uh, in honour of St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Virgin and Martyr and Patron of Europe. Uh, St. Teresa Benedicta is better known as Edith Stein. We begin our Mass as always with the entrance antiphon. I apologize that there seems to be something wrong with the microphones again, and we'll have another go at fixing them. So uh, if I give the impression of shouting at you, it's because I am. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I fail to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. God of our fathers, who brought the martyr Saint Teresa Benedicta of the Cross to know your crucified Son and to imitate him even until death, grant through her intercession that the whole human race may acknowledge Christ as its Savior and through him come to behold you for eternity, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the first reading. The first reading is a reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. 
Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. The response to the psalm is, those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, it seemed like a dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. On our lips there were songs. The heathens themselves said, What marvels the Lord worked for them. What marvels the Lord worked for us. Indeed we were glad. Deliver us, Lord, from our bondage, as streams in dry land. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. They go out, they go out full of tears, carrying seed for the sowing. They come back, they come back full of song, carrying their sheaves. We greet the gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. Happy the man who stands firm when trials come. He has proved himself and will win the crown of life. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Fear him, rather, who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Can you not buy two sparrows for a penny, and yet not one falls to the ground without your father knowing? Why every hair on your head has been counted. So there is no need to be afraid. You are worth more than hundreds of sparrows. So if anyone declares himself for me in the presence of men, I will declare myself for him in the presence of my Father in heaven. But the one who disowns me in the presence of men, I will disown in the presence of my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Edith Stein was born into a very practicing Jewish family in Germany. And she became, she was a brilliant girl, 
and she became a philosopher. But because, firstly, she was a woman, there wasn't much future for her in uh, academic philosophy. And secondly, she was Jewish. So that ruled her out uh, of anything in <clears throat> Nazi Germany. She became a Catholic and then decided to become a nun. She and her sister both entered the Carmelite order. And as the anti-Semitic tide rose in Germany, the nuns decided for their own safety to send the two sisters to a convent in Holland, where they lived until the German invasion of Holland. And the anti-Semitic laws were introduced, but they applied only to people who were Jewish of religion. There was no account taken of those Jews who had become Christians. And the churches in Holland met and the Protestant churches decided to say nothing about the anti-Semitic laws to protect the Jews who had become Protestants. The Catholics, of course, we had to go one better and we issued a denunciation. And the following day, 40,000 Catholic Jews were rounded up and sent to concentration camps. One or two of these were Edith Stein and her sister. It was an example which put the fear of God into Pius XII. And Pius XII, when he heard the news, was reported to have said, 40,000, one word from me, and it would have been 400,000. So we bear in mind the pressures of those who have authority. And today, I can ask most of you a question. And most of you will be able to give me an answer straight away. What were you doing 50 years ago today? On the introduction of internment and that event which ushered in so much violence and death. And every commemoration is about the present. And it's terribly important that we remember these things, not in terms of goodies and baddies, if we address our history in terms of goodies and baddies, then we create myths. And myths are dangerous because they're not true. And we, as we look back on our dreadful troubles, we have a characteristic which is shared by most peoples throughout the world, not to talk 
about the dreadful things that happened. And by not talking about the dreadful things that happened, we create room for myths, goodies and baddies, black and white. And that is what the rising generation receives. Myths, glorified stories, injuries that we endured while remaining silent about injuries that we inflicted. Myths are dangerous. And that's why I invite you to think about the troubles, to think about the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the emotional stunting, as well as the more obvious things, the loss of life, the maiming, the psychological damage. Remember the real things about the time when you were afraid to go out. You were afraid about the answering the door at night, leaving the curtains open, going to the pub, saying the wrong thing to the wrong people at the wrong time. How easy it was to be cast as a tout. How easy it was to be marked as being unsound. And we must address this unspeakably deep well of suffering. Cardinal Daly famously said, Protestant tears are just like Catholic tears. But we must remember the suffering and the fear and the anxiety and tell people about that because that will introduce truth and reality as we address our past. Black and white, as I say, is myth. We are people who live in gray. And when we come to the troubles, it was blood-stained gray. As we, on this, the 50th anniversary of the introduction of internment, which led to so much evil, we remember, we remember the ugliness, the fear, the violence, the hatred, so that we can transmit that with the message, never again. We do people a disservice by refusing to remember the suffering and the hurt, by concealing it with the joke. May God grant us the grace to look at our past with truth, to remember it faithfully, and to transmit to the rising generation the crying need to be people of peace, because violence is always beneath the surface. And there are always forces who are just too ready to reignite 
the sparks, to reignite the fire. And the tinder is myth, the greatest antidote to a renewal of violence is a memory of the truth, a determination to work for peace, and the Christian demand to love, because truth is part of love. And we remember that Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. May we be lovers of the truth, bearers of the truth, tellers of the truth, so that the rising generation may never have to endure the things which stunted and twisted each and every one of us. May the God of peace triumph, and may we be sustained by the prayers of Teresa Benedicta and all those who went before her, because it is by following the example of Christ that we really become peacemakers. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, to become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. Graciously accept and perfect, O Lord, the oblations we dedicate to you in commemoration of your martyr, St. Teresa Benedicta. For you brought to completion the many offerings of the old covenant by that one perfect sacrifice which your Son offered in his blood through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, 
our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you are glorified when your saints are praised. Their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy, you give ardor to their faith. To their endurance, you grant firm resolve. And in their struggle, the victory is yours through Christ our Lord. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration. And we, with all the hosts of angels, cry out, and without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. We pray the third Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, my Lord and my God. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect 
especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saint Teresa Benedicta and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Noel, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Though I should walk in the valley of the shadow of death, no evil will I fear, for you are with me. And now I invite those attending Mass on podcast to make a spiritual Holy Communion as we pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. And as we remember that violence begets violence, we pray for peace and we pray particularly for the people of Afghanistan who are suffering so dreadfully. We remember the Rohingya, we remember the Uyghurs, we remember the people of Syria, the people of Iraq, the people of Ethiopia, the people of Congo, so on and so forth. In a world plagued by violence, we pray for peace, we pray that we may be instruments of peace. Let us pray. Grant, most merciful God, that as we venerate St. Teresa Benedicta, these heavenly fruits of the tree of the cross may give strength to our hearts, so that by clinging faithfully to Christ on earth, we may merit to eat in paradise of the tree of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As usual, there'll be confessions immediately after this Mass in the uh, bishop's porch at the rear of the church. I wish you all a very pleasant day. The Mass has ended. Go in the peace of Christ.